Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up? This is Josh from Fanagram, and you're listening to Zero Dark Nerdy. Welcome back, party people, to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag, the Triad Podcast Network, and our good friends over at Sailfish Comics. Three locations right here in North Carolina for all your comic book, graphic novel, action figures, Funkos, anything you could think of pop culture-wise, I'm sure they got it. Sailfish Comics in Concord, North Carolina, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and right here in Greensboro, North Carolina, across from Best Buy. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I am joined with... Brian Saber, Captain Cleveland, Browns, Cavs, the Guardians are the worst... Dude, they've been on pace to have like the worst offense in baseball history. Anyway, CLE till I die. What are we talking about today? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Unfortunately, wrapping up the James Gunn portion of this spectacular trilogy. So, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about a couple things today. You know, we're going to be, you know, talking about as far as other trilogies go, where this one fits in the MCU, you know, some overall feelings and, uh, of course, uh, some some grades as well. I think one thing to note here, too, is, you know, we waited a little bit on this one. I, I You know, um, five years, I think. Right. No, I mean, me and you. Right. Like we we had kind of talked about doing it last week. <laughs> right. Right. We laid it wait a little bit. We wanted to give everybody number one. I wanted it to marinate a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, we wanted to give everybody an opportunity to go out there and, and see it yeah. uh, for themselves. So there's not, you know, yeah. video snippets that that your daughter, Jordan, she's doing. Fuck, she's doing a great job with those video snippets and all that right now. Like I couldn't yeah. could couldn't be any happier with what Jordan's doing. So, so big shout out to Knives. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to wait a little bit, give everybody an opportunity. And, and, you know, because we're waiting, you know, there's not going to be, we're not holding back on spoilers. Not that we ever really do, right. but uh, right. we've, we've given everybody two full weeks. Exactly. Um, you know, so if you haven't seen it yet, turn this off and come back in a couple of weeks when you see it. That's right. As usual, some foul language, I'm sure coming your way. So you might want to make sure the kitties are nowhere around. Well, if Peter Quill, if Peter Quill can say open the fucking door, why can't we say it? <laughs> That's right. We got our first MCU F bomb. Let's let's go right to it. Right. It wasn't to- it wasn't just the F bombs either. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. asshole, dickhead. Like uh-huh. there was <clears throat> the, the just the language in general was more spicy. Mm-hmm. And I, I I liked it. Like if you think yeah. about at the start of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, mm-hmm. when they're he's like, "All right, a holes or whatever," like <laughs> it ain't a holes anymore. Like yeah. they're calling people dickhead and and all kinds of stuff. And it it you know I'm I'm here for it. I thought I thought it I thought it was um it wasn't over the top or unnecessary. No. Like it was good. No. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. 
basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino, as well as card games that you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. No, could not agree more. Um, you know, this one, Ryan and I have been incredibly excited about. Uh, you know, this is, uh, I know you mentioned my daughter earlier, Guardians is what got her into the MCU. I, when people ask Ryan and I a majority of the time, hey, listen, I don't have time to maybe go through the, you know, down the line of every movie. Where can I, you know, star in this at any other? I mean, usually, obviously, we say Iron Man. We go with some of your, you know, regular, I guess, run-of-the-mill ones. But I always point to Guardians of the Galaxy where people can jump in yeah. and not know anything at all, for the most part. Yeah. About what is going on? Yeah, and if you if you go back to when I did the um I mean, we're talking a couple of years ago, but before Endgame, yeah. when I talked about maybe the five or six movies that you should watch if you haven't seen anything mm-hmm. to kind of get caught up in in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 is that because they introduced the Infinity Stones, the idea of the Infinity Stones, they, you know, the collector explained, went through the whole thing of, um, you know, what they are and the significance and all that. So the Guardians, even though they're a lesser known entity in, in, in the kind of the ethos of, of Marvel and Marvel Comics, it has been a very uh, pivotal and um, kind of a, um, you know, a foundational piece of the mcu to this point yes 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 he i mean he said it right there ladies and gentlemen i mean he, james gunn has such a great way of not just directing these movies but most importantly writing and finding the heart and soul that goes into a lot of these characters especially ones that are lesser known i can tell you now you know i'm not saying i'm captain comic book by by any means but I had no idea. I think I've heard of at the time when I heard about Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew about as Guardians of the Galaxy, but really no idea. And if you look at it, it's never been the same lineup. You know, this lineup was put together by James Gunn. If you if you go to the comic book store now, I guarantee you, you will not, for the most part, find your lineup that you've seen in the last three Guardians movies, and especially in the older issues of Guardians of the Galaxy. So with that being said, I mean, we got a deep emotional movie. You know, let's let's not sugarcoat it here. This movie was geared around Rocket and his beginnings, um, how he was created. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot, a lot in here to take, you know, not as many laughs as the first two. Definitely a more serious tone to it. You know, we we went into this knowing that this was going to be the last time we see all these characters together, especially with James Gunn over uh, taking the helm at DC now. And then even with the right off the gate with the beginning Marvel credit, this was only the third time that they've done a specific either character or, or group for it. They did it before was after Stan Lee passed away. They did it for black Panther and, and captain Marvel. And, oh, yeah, Captain Marvel. No, that was oh, the Stan right. Lee one. Correct. The Stan Lee one was for Captain Marvel. The uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, of course, was uh, was Chadwick Boseman. And this one, all the characters were all from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. So that already set the tone for shit. 
you know, yeah. um, what, what's going to happen. So with that being said, um, I did feel the movie was a little bit long, uh, long in the tooth. I, I think they could have maybe cut out about 15, 20 minutes of it. Uh, I, I didn't think that there were enough, what's the word I'm looking for here? I feel like memorable moments that we got in like the first two movies, I don't feel like we got a lot of those in this one. You know, you think of part one just when they're breaking out of jail and getting to know each other. And part two, there were so many, but especially I was watching it earlier, you know, with Yandu when he gets the Mohawk. And just that I, I ain't your him. father, but I am your daddy, boy. <laughs> right. Right. You know, um, this one, yes, yeah, still had a lot of heart, a very, you know, a lot of sad scenes. I will go ahead and, you know, even though if you're listening to us, you, you, are, you already watched this, you know, I, I, and from what I hear, too, it, it, it's it's tough for a lot of little kids to watch with uh, some of the stuff that Rocket's creator was doing. Understandably yeah. so, PETA. You know, and that's why I'm glad that we waited a week to do this after kind of not just soaking up the uh, the movie, but seeing what else com- coming out there. You know, PETA stood by this movie saying this was the best portrayal of, of animal, cruel- animal cruelty without, you know, obviously getting into it too much. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's just what I kind of want to add right there. Ryan, what's what's your take on the film? Yeah, I mean, they get you right out of the gate. Baby raccoons, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I never thought I could love baby raccoons more. Right. Um, you know, I cried a couple times. Uh, Courtney looked over me at one time. She's like, are you fucking crying? I'm like, I said something. I got something in my eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think one of the really great things about this movie is you never. I, I, I think every, I thought every character was going to die at some point. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there there was a lot of suspense in terms of like who's going to make it, what's going to happen. Right. Um, they touched on the feels, both like good cries and sad cries, you know, like a happy cry uh, and, and sad cries, because I think a lot of people saw their dog yeah. when they watched what was happening to Rocket. And, you know, if anything anybody treated my fucking dog like that so at, you know the high evolutionary the guy that plays the high evolutionary he was in um uh peacemaker peacemaker and apparently he's just a beautiful human you know what i mean he's just a beautiful kind but like this is like a joffrey level situation yeah. or um who's the other guy that 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 oh, took Sansa, yeah, uh, Ramsey Bolton. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those situations where you are just like, God, I fucking want to murder this motherfucker. And you say that there wasn't a lot of memorable moments. I I disagree a little bit. Um, you know, the end, the dancing scene at the end was oh, yeah. very memorable. With uh, what is it, Florence and the Machine? Um, great soundtrack as always. I I will tell you, I thought that was very, very, uh, memorable when Gamora fucking and spoiler alert people, when Gamora finally kills the high evolutionary, the look that she gives him when she fucking puts the knife into him, she just looks at him like, yeah, motherfucker, you like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, I'm getting that's, that's, you know, killed him for all of us. She killed him for all of us. And I'm going to tell you, I thought Quill was dead. 
I thought that they fucking killed Star Lord, and and that leads into a gripe of mine. I, you know, I get that the Adam Warlock character is like a baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they grow these humans or these whatever these beings, yeah, and they hatch him, and he was kind of a baby or whatever, and didn't really understand. I thought they wasted. Yep. I wasted is the wrong word. I, I I just I didn't like the use of the Adam Warlock character. Obviously, mm-hmm. he redeemed himself in the end and saved Peter Quill. I thought that whole scenario right there was very memorable. I thought that they killed fucking Star Lord. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh my god! Like after all that, I thought that Drax was going to die. I thought Mantis was going to die. I mean, yeah. every time I thought Rocket was going to die many times. Right. And for Quill to be the one that, you know, was the nearest to death. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Adam Warlock character sort of redeems himself and brings him back. I thought there was very memorable moments. I, look, I thought this was an outstanding, outstanding movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the best. And I've seen this. And I look, people, I've spent two, uh, I, I spent some time. Yeah. All right. Thinking about what I'm about to say here, I think it's the best Marvel movie since Endgame. I really do. Um, There are a couple that are in contention, in my opinion, but I thought it was the best. And I'm going to steal something that I said about Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Mm -hmm. Again, this is what I wanted Thor Love and Thunder to be. Right. You know, like, a, you know, slapsticky, yet still a con- still a superhero movie, yeah. like in space. Like, again, I thought the last two, Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, Quantumania and, uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, hmm. that's what Taika Waititi should have done with Thor Love and Thunder. Right. So, right. you know, I, I look, James Gunn was phenomenal. I've been I follow him on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a lot of Q&A with. Um, you know, with the fans, yeah, it's sort of a you know a, to to bid them adieu yeah. from his from his MCU. He's he's a beautiful person. Um, he you know he is Rocket. You know what I mean? And and the reality is this: like when there's that dream sequence or whatever, when he's dying and he's talking to uh, Lila, his girlfriend, the Otter, right? Mm-hmm. Lila, Lila, yeah, Lila, yep. yeah. She said to him, "She's like, this is this is your story." Yeah. And that's the reality. Like, yeah, I think we thought this was Peter Quill's story. Yeah. But the entire trilogy, but the entire trilogy was actually Rocket's story. And, um, you know, it's it's sad. It's sad when you watch your friends go. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've we've lived this in our lives and there's many people that you love very, very deeply that you've seen them for the last time and you just didn't realize it. You know what I mean? But in this scenario, we do realize that we're seeing most of these characters for the last time. And I think that's what makes it so sad and happy at the end. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I thought it was, I give it, I give it four and a half. Baby, I give it four and a half coins. It, it. I, I will probably never give a film on this. You know, Infinity War to me is like the five, yeah, five coins. So you know, it's it's definitely not that. But in the way that Endgame, you know, the portals open up, you see T'Challa come through, Falcon flies through, and you're very happy because you know what's about to happen. There was a lot. 
there was a lot of similar emotion, sadness, happiness, suspense, fear, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of these MCU, these comic book, these superhero movies, you, you kind of know what's going to happen. With this one, you didn't. And uh, I don't honestly, I mean, I've got a few gripes. Yeah, I agree. It's a little long. Mm-hmm. The Adam Warlock thing, uh, but a, a great fucking villain, a great villain, great story, great message, um phenomenal ending you know the way they wrapped it up so you know there's there's not too much more that i could ask for and that gamora when she like i said when she kills the high evolutionary that look that she gives him is something that i will remember and you know for all of us who are you know in relationships and we love another person very, very much, even though they sort of make the Peter Quill and Gamora thing comedic, mm-hmm. um, you know what he's going through. Yeah. And I thought at the end, um, you know, when she said to him, I'm still not the person that you want me to be. And he's like, he's like, you're, but you're pretty, pretty good. Yeah. You know, th- I like this person pretty good. You know, yeah. you realize that they're never going to be what they were. And she's going off to do her thing with the Ravagers. And then he obviously goes home back to Earth, yeah. which that was emotional for me, too, because, you know, I forget which character said to him, like, you need to go. It was Mantis, I think. Like, you need to go home, bro. Like, you, you're, you know, you, your grandfather lost you the same day that he lost his daughter. Right. And then, you know, the evolution, the, 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 the 360 of Drax, you know, he started this whole trilogy as a father in mourning. Yeah. And now he's a father of a whole bunch of kids. Yeah. You know, so like every character had closure, had clarity, um, you know, you know where they're going. It's just, you know, dude, I, I mean, it was great. It was great. There's a little fucking 10 minute uh, monologue, monologue there, but I could talk I about this forever, it. you know? Absolutely love it, brother. Yeah. I mean, you know, to, to follow up on that, which that's, that's I mean, not a lot. I hit it all. I'm I, don't, yeah, just, I don't know what's boom, left. Boom, I'm boom, sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. Um, Yeah. Adam Warlock. I was very disappointed in that. We've waited five years since the last movie. You know, this was, and you got to remember too, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was not just such a, a great movie. Also had some of the best post-credit scenes and mid, mid-credit and post-credit. I think it was five total, right, which were all pretty fire. And then the last one being, the, the you know, the, the, the cocoon to create Adam Warlock. And for this to be his introduction to the MCU, I felt was was real weak. Um, he was definitely underutilized. Yes, he regained some redemption there at the end. And then he was in the mid-credit scene, which I was get, glad to see that. The end credit scene, you know, it was it was cool to see Adam, you know, having some cereal with his uh, grandfather. And then you see the newspaper article from when Kevin Bacon was abducted. Yeah, abducted nice from, the, out. from the Christmas <laughs> yeah, from thing. The, yeah, from the Christmas special. Then it says Star-Lord will be back. Uh, you the know, legendary the Star legendary Lord. Star Lord will be back, which so, there's a distinction there. There is, so that's uh, they're thinking that it's going to be part of the newer comic book series that solely focus on Star Lord. But yeah, I and also he Kitty Pride, he's got a relationship with one of the mutants in the X Men. So you know, there it opens the door for a lot of that stuff that's coming down the pipe. True, true. But yeah, you're right. Villain wise, 
I don't think I've hated somebody so much. You are 100% right. I mean, you're talking, what was his name? Commodus and Gladiator. Those vibes, definitely Joffrey. Oh, yeah. All yeah, that. Cool. I mean, he is up there with, like, I just despise you. And, I mean, same thing with uh, with Joffrey. We've talked about this before. The actor that played him, everybody says that he is the nicest human on the planet. So to see these guys have to mentally go there to portray this. And I saw a funny story I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but the, you know, the gentleman from yeah. that played the high evolution. Please, please don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where he was telling a story to where his own agent wouldn't really talk to him for a couple of days after seeing the movie. And, you know, he, he has pets. Of course, his agent has pets and his agent was just off put. Like I need, I need a little break. Like his performance was it's a testament to how great of a fucking actor this guy is. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, enough to where Peter's like, holy crap. But, uh, yeah, storyline is good. You, you touched on the villain part. You know, that that's really it. I will say, I will say four. Strong four. You know, if I could break it down into quarters, I would say 4.2.5. 4, 4. Um If you can, can make me thing. cry, if you can make me cry yeah. once. Right. It's worth it. Like it it takes, I don't fucking cry about anything except for dog and dad stuff. So (laughs) like for, in, for me, I cried probably three times. The the scene where it's, it's Lila floor and teeths. I mean, you know, three of the cutest animals you could, you know, think of that have been experimented on and, you know, they're pretty much essentially welcoming rocket to the afterlife that is when uh you know some waterworks started flowing on my end and then you know lila saying this is your story and your story's not over yet you know so um that 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 did t- uh, you know strike a strike a lot of emotions i mean i mean there you get a lot of emotions throughout the film and i think a lot of it too is you're right i mean it's it's um, we're expecting to lose people when is it going to happen is this going to happen right from the jump is it going to be middle all right and you know same thing peter quill at the end like Oh my gosh, out of all of them, it's going to be Star-Lord. And then, you know, they all end up making it, as we said before, spoiler. So this shouldn't be a surprise to you. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's the last time we are going to see our friends together on screen. You You know, know, the fact that nobody died is great because like, you know, I still haven't recovered from Tony Stark dying for right. fuck's sake. You know, right. I don't know if I could have took a rocket death. I'm gonna be honest oh. with you. That I might have I might have I might have that might have I might have quit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So in terms of uh MCU trilogies, Ryan, you know, where does where does this stack up with you? Yeah. Again, you know, know, we talked off off camera. We, we did in any particular order, but you know, where where do you feel this this lines up compared yeah, to it, look, I, I think just because of the strength of um winter soldier and civil war sure you know the captain america trilogy for me is probably still on top okay i would put it probably at you know 2a 2b i think that i think the spider-man trilogy is very very strong and i would put it right there i think that you know and and this is the conversation i had with you when you when you start to think about, okay, how strong is this trilogy? It's like, all right, when I'm comparing them, like which, what, what is the best movie of the trilogy? And like, and like how bad is the worst one? You know, the second Spider-Man isn't great. 
the the first you know Captain America the the original the first um the what was what was that Captain America the first Avenger first or whatever mm-hmm. it's not great and I didn't think Guardians two was very good at all honestly yeah. I, I I just I didn't love it I thought the so I I would I would I'm gonna I'm just gonna give it a tie I'm I'm not gonna sit here and split hairs and say all right you know which is this better than Spider-Man? I'm still going to put Captain America as the best trilogy of the MCU so far. And I'm going to put Spider-Man and Guardians firmly tied at number two. And then I think it's a it's a drop off after that. I think, you know, Ant-Man, Thor, um, the Iron Man Honestly, the Iron Man trilogy is probably the worst one, to be honest with you. Because Iron, I mean, Iron Man one is good. Iron Man, Iron Man three is so bad. It's bad. It is. It is. It is. It is so bad. And Thor, the the Thor. Well, Thor's got four movies, right? Right. But let's just count the first three, obviously. Yeah, but the first the first two Thors are straight horseshit. Right. So actually, let me say the, the Thor trilogy, the first three is is by far the worst. And then it kind of trickles up after that. But I, I, I say that it's right on par with the Spider-Man trilogy, the Guardians trilogy is. And it's 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 close. But I think I think there is a gap. I think the Captain America trilogy, in my opinion, is mm. firmly seated at number one. All right. All right, that's a good good uh good little list right there. I am gonna go Guardians for my number one. I thought first one came out of nowhere, and which it did, and just knocked it out of the park. Love it. I still watch that movie all the yeah. time. I love oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean it, it's definitely in my in my top three, I would say, MCU films of all time. Um, you know, then of course the second one's great. Just like I said, watched it earlier with uh, had the kids over for, for Mother's Day. And, uh, you know, this one, this one was strong. So Guardians, I would probably, you know, if I got a ranking, I know we weren't going to do rankings, definitely top of my list. I would say Spider-Man second, just because even though you're right, the second one's not fantastic. I still thought it was pretty good. Whereas Captain America falls to, I guess, third for me, primarily because the first one was not great. Then they brought in the Russo brothers, completely changed things around. And then you also... You know, really, Captain America: Civil War. You get a lot of help in that, obviously. Sure. Yeah. That. That. You know what? That is a very valid point. Yeah. It's a mini Avengers movie, right? That so, is. That is a valid fucking point. And it is. And that. That's why, even though it's still in my top three, I would have it go down to third. Now, if the if Captain America: The First Avenger was better, and then you know, I mean, Winter Soldier is just amazing. Then that would, you know, be in a, in a fight, I think, for me for first and second. But because Captain America 3 really is a mini Avengers movie, then that's why, you know, it falls to where it is. And then you got I- me rethinking this. I'm, I'm going to stand firm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think your point on that is mm-hmm. is is very good. I'm not going to moonwalk my way out of this. Right. But but you're 100 percent right. Yeah. And that that's the only reason, you know, why it's still a great movie. But it's got a lot of moving parts in there. And, I mean, you know, leads us to the Infinity War. And then, uh, you know, I would probably go Ant-Man in my top five. 
Um, you know, even though I didn't love the third one, the first two to me are super solid. And then after our episode with, you know, some nice nuggets that you dropped down there. You just don't like the third one because Michael Pena wasn't in it. That's not what, the only reason why I don't like the third one. It was a guy with thing. He was doing this. He ended that. You just, you missed him. <laughs> I will say this though. Well, then, 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 yeah, then I would probably say, you know, Thor. Yeah. The first two terrible. You bring in Taika you know, kills it on Ragnarok. Then you got Love and Thunder, and it's just, uh, and then, I mean, I mean, Iron Man to me, it's definitely Iron Man and then Thor, at, you know, so. No doubt, no doubt. But those two are definitely at the bottom because, yeah. dude, Iron Man, I, Thor 1, well, okay, hold on. <laughs> Thor 2 uh, and Iron Man 3 are probably the two worst MCU movies. I agree. I agree there. Yeah. But we definitely want to get your thoughts and feedback. Be sure yeah. to check out all of our social media sites. We're on Twitter, Twitch. Big shout out to Victoria. She's going to be doing our, our Twitch stream here, playing the new Zelda game. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, she'll be doing that Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I believe, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So big shout out to the interns out there, Victoria and AJ. Of course, everybody at Zero Dark Nerdy and our sponsors. Cannot forget uh, the lovely people that keep the lights on here. <laughs> that is a Believe Podcast Network, betonline.ag, Sailfish Comics, three locations in North Carolina, Concord, Greensboro, and Winston-Salem. This is why. And that'll do it. Peace. Peace. Good. Yeah. Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.